Hi, this is Bill Cecil, and welcome to episode number 12. Oh my goodness, can you believe it? Number 12, a dozen of the Best Year Ever or Bust podcast series that's designed to help make every year as a teacher your best year ever by helping you help your students make it their best year ever, despite any and all challenges that you may be facing. And by now, if you've been listening since day one, back you know 12 weeks ago when I started this, you obviously have to be facing some challenges. So hopefully you're going to, into it now with that mindset of, Hey, nothing's going to stop me from making it happen. I'm on a mission to help my students make it their best year ever so I can make it my best year ever. I'm 100% all in. Best year ever or bust, baby. So I hope that's the mindset you have and that you've gained from listening to this podcast series or that I'm just reinforcing something that you've already been doing. So bravo to you if you have been. And and if this is your first time listening, welcome. Welcome aboard. I hope you'll take a good listen tonight and decide if you want to go back and listen to the other 11 episodes before this. So uh, welcome. And also, while I'm thinking about it, again, I want to thank all of you for being the heroes you are going into the classroom every day and making a difference every day. And also to those of you that are doing something even more special, I think, and that is on top of everything else, you're taking time to share this with other teachers to help them make a difference every day in their classroom as well with their students. So thank you all. And basically, I'm just going to jump right into this tonight because I'm excited. We are now into the third word of the three-word doable plan that I've been talking about the last few episodes that I highly urge you to share with your students to empower them to consistently use all three of these words throughout their school year and every school year to make it their best year ever. By using these three words, it will give them the power to make it happen. That's the key. By using these three words, you're giving them the power to make it happen. So if you remember in episodes 9 through 11, you may recall, I introduced the first two words, attendance and attitude. If not, I encourage you to go back, take time to go back and listen to those three episodes. Because like I mentioned to my students each year, in order to make it their best year ever, you have to learn and master all three words and use them consistently all year long. You can't pick two of the three, and that goes for that goes as well for you as teachers. You can't go and pick two of the three and say, you know what, I'll teach this one, I'll teach this one, but I'll leave this one out. You have to do all three in order to help them make it their best year ever. And that's your goal so you can have your best year ever. When I got to the third word, I'd usually say to my students to help get started, the third word you must learn and master this year is effort. The third word you have to do this year to have your best year ever is to simply try. That's it. Just try. Not try to be perfect. Just try. You have to give effort and you have to give effort every day. To better explain, I want to tell you about one of my personal heroes, Thomas Edison. Without Thomas Edison's effort, we'd be sitting in the dark right now. Literally, we'd be sitting in the dark right now. We wouldn't have video games, television, movies, downloadable music to put on our devices. He invented all of these things or their ancestors, plus many, many more things. Thomas Edison was one of the greatest inventors of all time because he refused to give up until he got the results he wanted. He perfected the incandescent light bulb that lights up our homes, our schools, our stadiums, our buildings. You can see his invention lighting up the earth from outer space. Literally, spacecrafts have flown over the earth and have taken pictures of the lights. You could see them glowing into outer space. That's how bright they are. That's his invention. (laughs) That's pretty cool. But what's even more impressive to me is that it took him over 10 thousand tries to invent the light bulb to perfect the light bulb ten thousand tries we're not talking ten tries we're not talking a hundred tries a thousand tries we're talking over 
10,000 tries to invent the, the light bulb. That's amazing. Thomas Edison giving effort more than 10,000 times to perfect the light bulb reminds me that if you want something bad enough and you don't quit trying, most likely you'll get it. What a great lesson to learn in life that if you want something bad enough and you're willing to keep trying until you get it, most likely more times than not, you're going to get what you've been trying to get. Another thing that made him so successful was that he wasn't afraid to make mistakes. He didn't see mistakes as failing. In fact, when people were making fun of him in the press, in the media, they were headlines saying Thomas Edison failed again. They were making fun of him in the press. That would be like today making fun of somebody on social media. He was being ridiculed in the press for not being able to come up with this incandescent light bulb that he'd been working on for so long and that he was failing so many times and was still working on it. And so people were saying, does this upset you that people are making fun of you in the press? Does this, does this really bother you or, or does, it, you know, does it not phase you? And he goes, no, not at all. Basically, he said, look, what they don't understand is that when you make mistakes, you're getting one step closer to getting the right answer. You have to first figure out what doesn't work. Those are the mistakes. But if you learn from your mistakes, you start to figure out what doesn't work. You get closer to what does work. And eventually, if you stick with it long enough, that sustained effort, there's the word effort, perseverance, you're going to eventually get what you want. You're going to get the results you want. So he didn't see it as failing because he saw mistakes as being an important part of learning. And that's what I want your students to think this year in the classroom. You want them to believe that it's okay to make mistakes. And I tell that to my kids. I want you to make mistakes. Just like Thomas Edison. That's not failing. It's only failing. He only considered failing at making mistakes is when you tend to repeat the same mistakes over and over again. You don't learn from them. And that you don't learn anything from them. And the third one is if you quit too soon. So if you keep making the same mistakes or you don't learn from your mistakes or you quit too soon before you figure out what you need to do, he felt that's when you fail. But making mistakes is not a failure. That's a sign of growth. I remember I, I used a dead fly in our windowsill once as an example. I told my students that you always see dead flies, it seems, in, in the windowsill inside of a building, inside of a home, somewhere like that. And it's because if you ever watch a fly trying to get out of the window, in their little small brain, they're thinking, you know, I want to get out of that window. So they keep bouncing off the screen with their little brain, with their little fly head and their brain getting rattled every time they're hitting the screen. It's not working. Let me keep doing the same thing over and over and over again. He said, that's insanity. That's the definition of insanity is when you keep trying to do the same thing over and over again and you expect different results. But if you go in and say, you know what, that's not working. If that fly said to itself, you know, that's not working. Let me figure something else out. I'm going to fly around the, the room a little bit and all of a sudden it sees an open door and says, let me try that. Next thing you know, he's out the door and pretty soon he keeps flying in the school, finds the door that leads outside. He's outside. He's made it. But it took those early mistakes to figure out what wasn't working to get to what was. And Thomas Edison was all about that. And I think that's what we want to be all about in our classroom as well. Okay, so Edison believed you fail when you don't learn from your mistakes, you keep repeating them, or you quit too soon. Those are the three things we want to teach our students not to do, but we want them to understand it's okay to make mistakes. In fact, I would say to my students, I'm going to tell you something right now. I don't want you to forget the rest of the school year. I'd say, I don't expect any of you to be perfect. I'm telling you, it's okay to make mistakes this year as long as you try to learn from them and you don't keep making the same mistakes over and over and over again like the story I just shared about the fly in the windowsill that kept doing the same thing over and over again expecting different results. 
So this year, I want you to understand there's no pressure. You don't have to feel that you can't make mistakes. I want you to relax and understand mistakes are okay this year as long as you're willing to try to learn from them and not try to make the same ones over and over and over again, okay? Oh, and there's one other thing I would tell them. I also want you to know that this includes me. I'm not perfect. I'm going to make mistakes too. And as a teacher, you want me to make mistakes because it means I'm trying new things. I'm trying to improve from year after year after year. I'm trying to get better even after 30 something years, you know, or 20 something years. I'm still trying to get better day after day after day, trying to get better. I would tell my kids that because once I think I've reached the top, there's nothing else to learn. That's when I'm going to start to slide backwards. That's when I'm going to stop, stop being a good teacher because I'm not trying anything new. I'm not pushing myself to grow. And that's what I want you to do as students, not just in school, but for the rest of your life as well. So the next time you're wrestling with a math problem or you don't understand something or something I'm teaching or any other teacher's trying to teach you, or even if you think you can't achieve a goal you set, you've been working on it for so long and you're starting to give up on it. You're like, no, it's just not, I'm not getting better. And don't do it. Just relax and think about Thomas Edison and the lit light bulb because you may only be one mistake away from success. Wouldn't that be a shame if... If you had only tried one more time, you would have gotten something, but you'd never know because you quit the time before that too soon. Oh, that would keep me up at nights thinking about it. So I, I, I tend to not want to quit things for that reason. I don't want to think, what if I'd done it one more t- try? Or what if I tried two or three more times? What if? I bet you that no way in your lifetime have you tried anything 10,000 tries yet before you quit. And I don't think you're ever going to have to do that in school. I don't believe you're going to come close to 10,000 tries in school if a teacher gives you a math problem to do or if you're learning something new in science. Believe me, you might try it three times, five times, six times, but next time you think that's a lot of tries, just remember that's nothing close to 10,000 tries. And if you want it bad enough like Edison did, you're going to stick with it. By the way, Michael Jordan Again, I've talked about him before, arguably the greatest basketball player ever. He wasn't perfect. Look, here's a couple of things about Michael Jordan you may not know that shows he wasn't perfect. Number one, he didn't make his varsity basketball team in high school the first time he tried out. They just didn't think he was ready, so they didn't put him on the team. Can you believe this? They pretty much benched from being on the team the best player ever to be in basketball. It wasn't at that time, but was going to be. But they had no clue looking at him, so they just made an assessment and said, nope, he's not ready. Nope, sorry, you're not ready. Instead of giving up, though, oh, they didn't pick me for the team. I quit. I'm going to go do something else. He said, oh, I'll come back even better. Watch. I'm going to learn from what I didn't do well in this tryout. I'm going to come back better in the next tryout. And sure enough, he made the team and the rest is history, right? He went on to become one of the greatest NBA players, if not the best, in my opinion, of all time. But even in his career, he wasn't perfect. Do you know he missed more than 9,000 shots he took during his NBA career? 9,000 shots. I don't know if any of you have played basketball before, but I bet if you're in a game and you miss one or two, three baskets, you might start getting down on yourself. Not not Michael Jordan. He'd say, nah, shake it off. I'm going to make more than I'm going to miss, just like in baseball. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to strike out probably more than I'm going to get hits. But if I get a certain amount of hits, they're going to think I'm one of the greatest baseball players ever. I mean, that's what happens. Too often we only look at our mistakes and we dwell on those instead of those are just stepping stones to get to success. And that's what Michael Jordan was able to do. He'd shake off the missed baskets and he'd keep his confidence up. He still believed attitude, right? We talked about that. Attendance, he kept showing up with a positive attitude. I'm going to come in and keep trying effort. And you know what? I'm going to make more shots in my games than I'm going to miss. I'm going to help my team more than I'm going to hurt them. And sure enough, his team, 
when he played in the NBA, he lost almost 300 games uh, during his career. The greatest player of all time. He had to suffer through almost 300 losses as a player. And some people get upset when they lose one game. Sure, he probably got upset inside, but he didn't quit. He didn't let it break his attitude. He just said, you know what? Let's learn from this game. Let's go back. Let's look at the tape, see what we could have done better. Let's talk to our coaches. Let's talk to everybody who can help us. Let's go out there and play better next time. Let's learn from our mistakes and keep going. They had the Thomas Edison attitude, the lit light bulb. Don't give up, right? And that's what happened. But don't forget, even with those 900 missed shots, even with the 300 games that he lost, he helped his team win the most NBA championships ever as one player that played on six NBA championship teams, the Chicago Bulls. He did that with his team, and he also made the Hall of Fame, which is where they put the very best players, uh, their statues, and talk about why they were Hall of Fame players. He'll have that beyond his life. So just like Thomas Edison, we don't sit around too often and talk about how many times it took him to get the light bulb lit. But once it got lit and people are seeing it from outer space, astronauts are seeing it from outer space. Believe me, that's what gets talked about way more and celebrated way more than the defeats that he had to get there, the mistakes he had to endure. So don't let mistakes hold you back this year. Okay. Oh, a couple other things I want to say about effort before I stop. And that is number one. Some people may say people like Edison and Michael Jordan are just plain lucky. You know, oh, they were born talented. They're just so gifted. I wish I was born like that. I can't do anything. They're just the best. And you know what? That's not true. Look, I'm not just saying luck doesn't happen, but most successful people like Edison and Michael Jordan worked hard, giving a lot of effort, even extra effort, to make their luck happen. So what some people will look at and see as, man, they're so lucky. Look how good they are. I wish I was that good. They never saw Edison try 10,000 tries in his laboratory over and over and over for many years to finally get it right. They don't see the struggle he went through. They don't see all the mistakes. They don't see all the time he put in to make 10,000 tries before he got it right. Same with Michael Jordan. He probably easily put in more than 10,000 hours of practice. Listen, to, for those people out there that want to become a pro athlete or a, a, a big singing star or, you know, a movie actor, whatever you want to be, a scientist, you've got to be willing to dedicate a lot of time that people will never see you dedicating to it. They'll just see you on the playing field and think, oh my gosh, they just, they come out that way. They just came out perfect. They don't see all the struggle in the practice in the laboratories or in their offices or late at night working by themselves over and over and over again, hour after hour after hour trying to improve. But believe me, Luck may happen on occasion, but I guarantee you over 99 times out of 100, it's by sheer effort. It's by working hard. What it is, is it's learning to work hard to make your luck happen. And that's what these three words I've been talking about through these episodes that I want you to learn this year is to stress to your students to get them to believe that if they show up attendance, they have a positive can-do attitude. I can come in, I can do this, and I'll put in the effort, the extra effort if I have to, the perseverance. I'll learn from my mistakes, and I'll stick with it long enough that I can finally become successful. What they're basically doing is they're making their luck happen. So what I would tell my kids is, it's not so much about being lucky, it's about learning to make your luck happen. And so when people have said to me, oh, Bill, you know, throughout your teaching career, you've been very lucky, you always get the good kids. They don't see how hard I've worked to pre create a program that I'm sharing with you that helped to hours and hours and hours and books and books and books I've read and experiments I tried in the classroom that didn't work that I've shelved and never talk about again, you know. But the ones that did work, you're seeing those results. And people would see that in my classroom and say, man, you always get the good kids. 
And my principal had to defend me many times and say, no, believe me, Bill got some of the toughest kids because he treats all kids like not good kids or tough kids or this, that. He treats them as kids. And if you give them the right things, if you give them the right formula for success and you care about them and you do it long enough, they're going to be successful. And that's what happens. That's not luck. That's just putting in the sustained effort, showing up every day with the right attitude and putting in the sustained effort and not being afraid to make mistakes. That's the lesson I want your kids to learn from this. By the way, the last thing I want to share is that I would give my kids a coin. It was, it was not a good luck coin, I would tell them, but it was a coin. And I would say to them at the end, I'd pull out on the, you know, when I was going over these three words on the first day of school, I'd actually pull out a coin that I carried in my pocket that I carry when I teach that I designed around the year 1999. And then I started sharing it with other teachers in 2000. And on the coin, let me just describe it to you real quickly. By the way, you can go to my website, bestyearever.net, and you'll see the coin. And if you're interested in buying some of those coins from your classroom, I have the signature coin, which is a little bit more expensive. Those are the ones I would give out to my students. But I also have the super value coins because I know how much teachers uh, spend money and they have to spend their own money often. So I made them very affordable, um, but they're on my website. But if you want to just look at one of the coins, I would encourage you to go to my website, check it out. And what I do is I'd say, here, why don't you guys pass this around while I talk about it? And on the blackboard, I would draw both sides of the coin and I would put on the things that were on the coin and talk about what they were. And as the kids were passing around, I said, now be careful with it because it's very special to me. I carry it with me every day I teach to give it value. Again, I'm marketing it to them. I'm saying, this is very important. Don't, don't, you know, don't lose this. Take care of it for me, please. And so what would happen is they would actually pass it around. And what I would do is I would show them the coin. I'd say, let's start with the back of the coin because we just talked about it. On the back of the coin, you're going to see there's three words. And the three words are attendance, attitude, and effort. And again, that is your doable plan to have your best year ever this year and every year and even beyond schooling into your life. And so I guarantee you, if you learn and master all three words, you can't choose two of the three, one of the three. You got to choose all three and you got to learn them and master them throughout the year based on what I just defined to you. And I'll be talking about them all year long to keep it fresh in your mind. But you've got to work on these three words every day when you come in. And if you do that, I guarantee you, you'll have your best year ever, not just this year, but year after year, even beyond school. And then I'd say, now on the front of the coin, as you pass around, you'll notice at the top, it says best year ever. That's our goal. This coin is a coin I carry with me. So every day when I pick it up, it reminds me not only my doable plan, but it reminds me of the mission I'm trying to, to create, which is to help you have your best year ever so I can have my best year ever. So that's my mission. It reminds me every day of my goal. So I always keep my goal in my mind, fresh on my mind, right? That I can do this. This is what I'm working for with you guys. We're a team. This is our, this is our goal. Even as we do all our schoolwork and everything else we're supposed to do this year, all important stuff, but we're also on a higher mission to make it our best year ever. And then in the middle of the coin, I have a lit light bulb, a lit light bulb. Hmm. Wonder where I got that idea. You know, Thomas Edison, right? Thomas Edison. And I tell the kids, if you notice the light bulb is lit because I'm willing to keep trying long enough. I'm willing not only to put in effort, but extra effort because this is so important to me. Some things we put extra effort in. When I make my bed in the morning, that's just effort just to get it done. But when I'm working to make my best year ever, that's extra effort. It reminds me I'm giving that perseverance. I'm going to keep going as long as it takes to make it happen. Even if it's 10,000 tries or 10,000 hours, right? I'm going to keep going to make it happen. But the point is, it's reminding me that don't quit. 
It's okay to make mistakes. You don't have to be perfect in here. It's okay. I want you to make mistakes because that's how we learn. That's how we grow. If none of us make mistakes, none of us are growing this year. So if you get all A's, but you didn't take any risks this year, this can't be your best year ever. If you get all A's, you still got to try new things and take challenges and, and take those risks. And if you've struggled in the past, it's, it's not about grades as much as it is as growth. Are you getting better? Are you getting more confident? Are you believing in yourself more? But you got to keep trying. And if so, that's the lit light bulb to represent you can do it. Edison did it 10,000 tries. I doubt you have to give it that many to do this, but it's a reminder. It can be done. If you want to do it, it can be done. And then at the bottom, it simply says, make it happen. And what it means is it's not a lucky coin. You don't pull it out and, and hold it and go, oh, this is my lucky coin. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to have my best year ever. If I just hold this coin, it's going to happen. No. It's reminding you that you got to do the three words on the back every day to make it happen. You make your luck happen in life. Yes, some people are going to call you lucky, and that's okay. That's fine. But you're going to know, no, I make my luck happen. I don't wait for it just to fall down on me, right? Or to plant seeds and it's going to grow like Jack and the Beanstalk. No, I'm going to make my luck happen. And these are the three words that are going to help me get it done. Attendance, attitude, and effort. And I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll tell you what, how many of you would maybe be interested in having a coin like this? And right away, their hands all shoot up like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, well, well, no, wait a minute, wait a minute now. These things cost me money. So I'll tell you what I'm willing to do. And and I'm serious about this. If you're willing to go home and talk about this tonight with your parents and talk about how you want to have your best year ever and the three words you got to do to make it happen. And you come in tomorrow and you talk it over with them. And if they're for you to trying to do it, to commit it. It's not lucky. It's not a lucky coin. It's a, it's a reminder. It's a tool that you can use to make your luck happen. You're going to carry it with you throughout the school. You might put it in your locker you might put in a folder you might put it on your desk or put in your you know whatever but if you want one of these coins and your parents and you agree that's something you want to work for if you want to commit to these three words and to me that you're going to work to make this your best year ever with me right and with the help of your parents and anybody else in this school that's trying to help you or anyone that you're going to accept that help that you're going to be committed just like thomas edison was he didn't quit after 5,000 tries right or even 7,000 tries nope i'm still going people making fun of him nope i'm still doing it right and so if you can come in to me tomorrow and look me in the eye and say, Mr. Cecil, I'm committed to make this my best year ever because I want to give you a night to think about it. No pressure. If you don't want to do it, I'm not going to make, I'm not going to put you down in any way. But, you know, maybe you'll think it over in a week or two. You'll come to me and say, I, I want to try it after all. That's great. You, you're allowed to do that. But if you're ready tomorrow to commit to this and you can look me in the eye and say, Mr. Cecil, I'm going to work to make it my best year ever. I'm going to hand you one of these coins. And by the way, you got to take care of it because if you lose it, I can't afford to give you another one, right? If you notice, they're pretty nice. So, but that's my tool to you. And you'll notice, you'll see me carrying my coin throughout the year. I'm hoping that you'll do the same or you'll have it handy if you need it. And what I would do if I was you, I'd keep it in your locker or in your desk so it's always safe, but you can pull it out when you need to look at it. But if you got on the playground and you're doing football or running around on the swing or playing on the swings and it falls out and you don't, you know, you lose it by mistake, that would be sad. So I would keep it in a very safe spot. And that's what I do. As soon as I get home, I take it out of my pocket and I put it on my desk at home. And then when I get up in the morning and come to school, I grab it off my desk and put it on my desk or put it in my pocket and carry it with me all day in the school. Okay, so you got to, there's a lot that goes with this, but if you want one, I'm willing to do that for you. You know why? Because I care about you and I want this to be your best year ever. And, and I'm giving you the tool to help make it happen if that will help you to remember to do it. And then what I would do is, by the way, number one, these kids are going home talking about best year ever and their parents are flipping out because they're like, I've never seen my kid come home so excited because they're going home, I'm going to get this going, we're going to have our best year ever. You can't believe this. Attendance, attitude, and effort. Mom and dad, this is going to be the best. They're, they're like, what's going on? 
I'll tell you about, you know, something else I do to help make it make more sense to them, something I send home to them. But we'll do that in a, ne- in a future episode to keep you listening. But for now, the kids would go home excited about that coin. The next day, sure enough, they'd show up. At the end of the day, I'd make them wait all day for suspense, make it even more important. They'd see me holding my coin throughout the day as I'm just going about my lesson. I'd be talking once in a while, pull it out, talk about how we're going to behave in the hallway, best effort, you know, attendance, whatever. And then by the end of the day, I would go around and make a ceremony out of it, look them in the eye and say, if you're interested, just say, yes, Mr. So I'm willing to make it my best year ever. I'll give you the coin and that's all we'll say. If you say, no, I'm not ready yet or I'm not interested, I won't say a word. I'll say, okay, thank you and move on to the next person. I think I had maybe two kids in my entire career that said no on the first day. And both of them came to me later in the year within one, it was a few months, but one just a week or two later saying, Mr. C, so I thought about it. Can I get a coin? Absolutely. It's never too late to work to have your best year ever. Thank you. Great. Here it is. Take care of it now. I'm glad you're joining us on this. And so that was it. I've given you a lot to think about with these three words, but I really do believe i know i don't you know it's like i believe but i also know from experience they make a difference and i tell you i still have kids that's the number one thing they say to me when i see them years later some 20 years later i see them on facebook they're now in their 30s and they're saying mr cecil how are you i still got my coin it comes up within the first two minutes of the conversation and so that tells me it still means a lot to them or they'll say i'm still following the things on my coin and i'm still having my best year ever and that tells me it's stuck It's something that really made a difference in their life. And that's what we're trying to do as teachers. We're trying to make a difference every day. And this is a tool that can help you do that. So I hope you'll consider it and give it some thought. And until then, remember, best year ever, you have the power to make it happen.